please like, subscribe, and or follow This Is True Really News because we asked you to. Well, you're we, probably already doing that. Yeah. But, you know, if you could have a friend or somebody. See, that's really the goal. We want to yeah. grow the audience. Please help us grow the audience. And we don't care if you pay them. Right. In fact, give everybody $100 right now just to listen. I the... Oh, what could go wrong? Absolutely nothing. Yeah, that's what we always say. We're always wrong. <laughs> this is True Really News with Scott Combs and Tony Vercanis. All the news you're about to hear is true. Really? As far as you know. New Jersey has a place called Neptune City. Funny yeah, in New Jersey, you think it'd be Uranus, but what do I know? <laughs> Oh my I'm what? Hey, just go ahead. Just, it's a no, planet. My parents are from New Jersey, you booger. Oh, good. Where do you see your parents from Uranus? You're alien. Wow. Sorry. <laughs> tell, me right. to, tell me to continue, or should I just forget this New Jersey story? No, since... just keep going. We're there now anyway. You want me to take me uh, take you to our leader or anything? <laughs> no, no. Good. You're a smart alien. <laughs> anyway, Neptune City, New Jersey, uh, Nyla Bone dog treat plant, because there had to be one. You've right. seen the Nyla Bone things, right? Oh, they're a, a chew toy. Yeah, for, for the, the dog. dog. Okay. okay, okay, yeah, yeah. Well, the plant has neighbors holding their noses after the company consolidated its manufacturing at the site recently. We, Linda Williamson, who lives nearby, told NBC New York it's nauseating. Instant headaches. According to Nylabone president Glenn Axelrod, the company has spent more than $2 million on odor abatement, charcoal filters, and numerous other fixes. Something smells here. If it, I'm sorry, eh, cheap take. He said, quote, if it were a bakery, you'd be smelling baked food. If it were a steakhouse, you'd be smelling steak. steak he food. Said, but uh, yes, but it's not. You can't enjoy your own yard in this beautiful neighborhood, complained Linda Colucci. While neighbors consult with lawyers about their next move, Axelrod said the company will continue to explore solutions to the noxious odors. You ever smelled those things? No. When they come out of the package, it's yeah. like, oh, it smells like new plastic. I'm giving this to my dog. And then Shadow destroyed it in three hours. Yeah, well, they're yeah. off gassing the whole time. So, yeah. We basically gave our dogs the, the, um, what are those little leather chew things? You know, they're kind of leathery or made out of gristle or something. No, not pig's ears. They were. Oh, I love pig's ears. Oh yeah. The, uh, yeah, I know. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? Cause we're old. Yeah. A tale of three containers. A landlord in Wellington, New Zealand has been forced to stop renting out a shipping container (laughs) after the. A single-person home was slapped on the market for 200 pounds a week. Why you do the air bonnies? Because I don't think this was really a single-person home. Oh. It's, It's situated in the back garden of another property and comes with a parking space on a piece of lawn and has its own laundry room inside another small green shed. So you have wow. to leave the home, walk around to the end of it to use the laundry. I just wanted 
to point out that if you haven't heard it before, we're pretty sure that we are a stupid species. <laughs> Meanwhile. Oh, there's more. A man Container from, number two. Yes. A man from Cheltenham in the UK says he saves $700 a month, or excuse me, 700 pounds a month by living Bye. in a container. Jay Adler, 30, moved into a 20 by 8 foot shipping container on a decommissioned farm just outside of town. It's about the size of the large room. Yeah, behind in you. In my basement. Yeah, 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 yeah. That'd be right. He, oh, my. Uh, he outfitted the container with a kitchen, insulation, a bed, and TV, and he even added a six-by-four-foot shed where he put his bathroom. Do you have to walk outside? Yes, you do. <laughs> so he's invented the outhouse. <laughs> yes, he has. But he's saving 700 pounds a month, and he says, well, I may not go back to a house again. This is fantastic. And, you know, there is a bit of a push-on to start using those used containers as mini-homes. And a lot of people are doing it. So, however, a couple of British travelers, story three, weren't exactly pleased when their $100 per night Airbnb in Amsterdam. Oh, no. Turned out to be a shipping container. At the airport. On the sidewalk. <laughs> I'd rather be at the airport. <laughs> totally. <laughs> <laughs> it's a lovely cobblestone sidewalk. <laughs> There's this shipping container. <laughs> lovely said, B and B historic we, neighborhood. They said we 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 walked past it five or six times before he said, "No, this can't be." It. So they opened it up and looked in and went, "Yeah, yeah no, let's find a hotel." Yeah. <laughs> Them Amsterdammers. Wow. In As long as it's not on the sidewalk in the red light area, because that would be even weirder. Ooh, yeah. In, here you go, because only in England do they give you every detail. In Bathside, Harwich, England. Okay. 59-year-old Irene Slater has been, quote, gobsmacked by the theft of garbage bags from outside her home. Four times. She keeps the full bags outside because of the smell. Four times. But someone obviously appreciates the bouquet, according to the Harwich and Manning Tree Standard, uh, sneaking up in the dark, and at night they take them away. Slater and her neighbors are concerned that the thieves are idiots and obviously stupid. I have another. Oh, theory. no, sorry. They're looking to steal their identities. Oh, okay. I could see that. Don't know they're that bright. Slater says, it is strange. Why would you steal a bin bag? It's certainly not as bad as being burgled, but it makes you think. And in the case of the, the thieves, it makes you stink. Cute, cute. I'm I a poet. What if it's an animal? <laughs> then it's a smelly animal. I'm right there. We have it four times. I suppose you found dinner once. Yeah, exactly. I'm thinking raccoons would love that, wouldn't they? Yeah, they might. Maybe it's a gang of roving raccoons. Ooh, the tough kind with cigarettes behind their ears. You know, their sleeves rolled up. Absolutely. Leather jackets. <laughs> there have been several breaches. They all have by, rabies. By Dunedinites. Huh? Dunedin is a, a, a city. In I know what it is. Yeah. I didn't know they were rights. They're having uh, breaches. I thought they'd be Dunedians. 
done idiots. So be candidates. No, it can't be done idiots because I, I love New Zealand, particularly their rugby. You know, good, because they called and said nice things about you. Anyway, uh, since New Zealand, but I gave on, the all black your address anyway. So. Nice. Oh, I can't wait to run from them. Um, New Zealand. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, what we do now with the damage we've done to our bodies, yeah, it's, it's not true. actually running. No, <laughs> you know, it's it's in my case turning around (laughs) that's all that can be done walking it slightly faster than a saunter (laughs) in any case since new zealand back went back on covid lockdown um dunedinites have been caught in breach of the lockdown and this one caught my eye about 1 30 a.m a couple of thursdays ago an 18 year old man was pulled over by police in dunedin while driving his father and three friends back to Clinton in South Otago. It's a 115-kilometer trip. So what do you do when you get pulled over by the cops and you're not supposed to be out roving around, you know, 115 kilometers from home? They told the cop they'd gone to Dunedin for a few hours earlier for an emergency involving a close family member. Upon further questioning, it was revealed they did not know the name of the family member, and the meeting happened at a night and day store. (laughs) They just wanted to get out. Teenage driver who had previously been spoken to about breaching the alert level four lockdown was issued an infringement notice, and the other four passengers were warned. Is it bad that I'm on the kid's side? (laughs) Is that bad? I don't care. Explain this to me. How come sometimes they give you the city, the county, and then the country? And in this one, it's 29-year-old Freddie Gilliam Webb from Hampshire, England. What? We don't need to know the rest? Maybe not. Maybe it's just a less formal. Inquiring minds want to know. Where's Hampshire? Yeah. Well, I mean, other than in England. Anyway, I knew you would. Uh, 29-year-old Gilliam Webb, Hampshire, England, was tasked in August with a cleaning job he won't soon forget, according to a Daily Mail story. A tenant was removed for not paying rent. And G-Dub, because we're like that. (laughs) Either that or Freddie G-Dub, and that just gets too long. Went in to clean the apartment and found a pile of, although he didn't count them, he approximated 8,000 beer cans. Uh, ooh, several that's... feet deep that was the worst of it the smell he said was horrible <laughs> the kitchen was full of food waste hmm. and in the living room there were half eaten kebabs and moldy loaves of bread all over the floor they've never heard of you know carpeting oh hang on the toilet oh no was piled high with toilet paper and, well, what you'd suspect. According to Gilliam Webb, it was disgusting. He'd never flushed it by the looks of it. Gilliam Webb said he threw up three times during the cleanup and used 100 large trash bags and 10 bottles of bleach. And still, one would think. Yeah. Gilliam Webb was empathetic. He said the tenant might have had depression and he probably had a drinking problem based on the number of cans. I don't think he had a problem. He saw a can and he drank it. Mm-hmm. He said, you need help sometimes, but you can't live like that. Well, I think Mr. Gilliam Webb, 
you having to clean it up is the proof that you can. <laughs> Absolutely. How sad is that? Just so you know, Hampshire is a county in southeast England on the English Channel coast. The county town is Winchester, England's former, former capital city. It's just uh, south and east of either Swindon or Bath, if you know where they are. Oh, yeah. And Jane Austen lived in Bath for a while. Yep. 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 Go ahead so ask me how go. I knew that. How did you know that Jane Austen lived in Bath for a while? Lucy Worsley was on PBS when I saw it. Nope. <laughs> I like Lucy. She's a historian's historian. Oh, that's that's fun. And stuff, she's and she's comfortable. Yeah. Yeah. What do you mean comfortable? Well, you ever see some historians who you think are too cold to actually care about what they're doing? Oh, sure. When she like she curates, I believe, three of the the royal homes, mansions, castles, okay. something. Yeah. Yeah. So she's at this at the place where um, Austin is buried. Okay. And she's she's ever so gently sits down beside it and kind of draw, points it out to you as the camera shows you. But it's not a it's a very loving, gentle touch of this is where Jane Austen's buried. This is a part of English history that matters. OK. Oh, how and nice. It, it and then was, she tells you how it matters. And then it was very cool. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. I love I love them like that. I do. Yep. I watch when Lucy's on. I watch. She's nothing like Lucille Ball. Who I'm reincarnated from, apparently. No. Let me explain this to you. This is true. Really news. Send email to TITR at netradio.network.